hello and welcome everybody to the first ever episode of uh, the all new brand spanking new. It's it's sparkly, it's cool, it's exciting. It's the first ever gamer escape podcast. So we are uh, the podcast team from Gamer Escape. I am Bursty, uh, formerly from Pet Food Alpha, well, still of Pet Food Alpha, but you may recognize. We haven't canceled it. It's 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 still there. It's not canceled. It's just kind of. I'm kind of. You can't see. It. I'm kind of looking around as I say it. I'm like, yeah, it's it's it's. It's, it's not it's canceled. There. It's on hiatus. You know. It's not even officially on hiatus. We just haven't done it in a long time. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're gonna talk about more of that later on the show. But uh, if you've listened to pot, uh, Pet Food Off in the in the past, uh, you may recognize me from there. Uh, sitting to my immediate right, we have uh, my fellow. You know, pod- a country away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess that would be to my immediate south, right? That's your immediate south, yeah. Immediate south, we have uh, Fusion X here joining me uh, for the first ever episode of the Gamer Escape podcast, uh, short form GEP. I think that's what we've come up with, right? Yeah, GEP. We're gonna or the gap, yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna call it that, which 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 kind of sounds like the gap, or maybe some kind of STD. I'm not quite sure which which it's I just I just like this commercial like fall into the gap All yeah right. yeah i had that i had that pop into my head the other day too i'm like fall, fall, into, into, the the, fall into the gap <laughs> fall into the gap it's i terrible terrible it's, it's just terrible yeah we shouldn't go there so uh let's uh take a few seconds here just to talk about what this new podcast is gonna be all about because uh we of course you know may have some new listeners that you know just might be tuning in for the did first I, I, don't, I didn't really introduce myself did i did you well, you well, kind of did your little bit and I then Go you ahead. Made fun of the gap. <laughs> that's 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 my contribution. That's who I am. I just make fun of names of podcasts. Uh, no, I'm Fusion X. I'm the content producer, uh, podcast producer, and site administrator for GamerScape.com. Uh, you'll know me from Pet Food Alpha alongside Bursty there, uh, and I also host the Aetherite Radio podcast that we have for Final Fantasy fourteen. All part of our uh, our greater radio network, of course, uh, or our father site, mother site, whatever you want to call it, the GamerScape.com um podcast networks it's the gap now it's it's the ge.com and yeah ge.com gamerscape.com uh at gamerscape it's, it's gamerscape.com we're not general electric or anything Just yeah gamer, yeah gamer gamerscape.com not gamerscape gamerscape.com though if you're listening to this you probably know that already so uh we should probably just jump into what the show's gonna be huh that's right. Uh, so basically, uh, a few months ago, we started talking about uh, what we would like to do with uh, with this sort of podcast. And the idea was thrown out that we would like to do a general gaming podcast alongside with the launch of our new website. So for those of you that are hopefully enjoying what's up so far, um, I'm sure you've noticed in the past week or so that there's been a lot of news posts about uh, general gaming news for the first time. And it's not just Final Fantasy related. So there's 14 stuff tied in there. There's 11 stuff when it is needed. Um, and then, of course... When the, it's available, we'll say. Yeah, when that's why I slowed down. When we have it, yeah. If there is anything 11 related, we'll put it on there too. But, uh, of course, as you've probably noticed, you know, we're starting to tie in a lot of uh, just general gaming news. And, of course, since it is the holiday season for 2012, it's there's abundance of it right now. So uh, our plan is to sort of talk about uh, pretty much any general gaming news that's out there, uh, new releases, um, and pretty much what we're playing as well. Because uh, we will be tying in some reviews and things like that that we do uh, on the main feed. I mean, technically, we've we've done this show like a million times already, right? Because we'll be on one of our other shows, and we'll just kind of go off on a tangent. Like, so I was playing Little Big Planet, and you know, 
Um, and so Bursty comes, comes up to me. He's like, hey, so I was in the shower, which is all how, you know, that's how all the good ideas start, right? I was all in the I, shower, and I'm thinking, shower. we should do a games podcast. I'm like, all right, sure. So here we are. We're doing it. Um, and hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, we've, uh, ever since Gamerscape launched last year, uh, we've been dabbling in uh, some general community or general gaming news. Um, and so we're going to try and, and uh, amp that up a little bit. Um, as well as continue to cover Final Fantasy 11, 14, and Wakfu. Um, our website is still under maintenance stuff. We'll go over that right at the end of the show. Um, but uh, I'm sure you guys uh, just kind of wanted to give a general are idea. Familiar, of, know what's going on. You know, we want to give people an idea of what we're we're here to talk kibitz about, right? So yeah. we're we're basically trying to create a podcast that will act as our flagship for the total gamer escape product. So. I think we can probably both go out and say, you know, Fusionot and myself are, are very much so company men. So we are trying to uh, create... You're making me sound way more professional than I really am. Well, people <laughs> heard your title and they probably just had their draw chopped to the It board. is a fancy title. Hang on a second. Like, what was all those things again? You got about five different jobs for this I, website. I know. We, we just put up the, the new contacts page, which, well, Gahoo put up the new contacts page. I'm going to have to go back and tweak it because, I mean, I'm, I'm like the everything guy, right? Like, I, I, do, I do the... I'm an overall content producer, and then I produce all the podcasts, and then uh, you know I'm, a, I'm one of the site Brilliant. admins, and then I also do the yeah. design work on the site. And it's like I'm like, dude, just just like you know, strike that all on this like thing. Editor in chief onto there. You I, just, could... I just do everything. Like, I look, tried writing one article for the for the page, and of course it was it was you know something that took about an hour to do because it was my oh, first. No. Oh, we were in that that call go I think for about an hour and a half making Where sure. Were we? Yeah, it was it was a while. And literally, it was probably about three paragraphs long, and it took us, I think, like a half an hour. It took time. us it took us about twenty times longer than it should have. But you know what? Uh, That's all right. We're gonna learn. And I'm gonna whip burst into shape, so we have even more news. That's right. We're gonna hopefully get some more people added onto this team. Uh, we just figured, of course, today since this is gonna be our first episode, we'd start with you know ourselves as sort of the core hosts. Uh, to the show you know you may have an episode where i'm not there but fusion's sort of hosting you may have an episode where fusion's not there but i'm hosting so you're going to see hopefully uh, a variety of people uh in the future uh sort of podcasting with us and, and sort of going through this uh this new uh sort of uh aspect of our website so hope you guys pretty... like what's that i said hope you guys like it yeah hopefully I mean, uh, that's that's the hope, right? That we we're not just sitting here talking to ourselves, which I mean, it still makes for good conversation. But, yeah. you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, what makes a, a good podcast and, you know, I, I wouldn't by any means call myself an expert is, you know, when you have uh, something that you're really passionate about. And, you know, obviously, Fusion and I both enjoy our video games so much uh, so that we talk more about that on our other shows than what those other shows are. About. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which right? is why we're doing this. We need to get that out. You're like, you know what? Maybe if we do this, you know, we might only have, say, a half an hour Aetherite radio episode, but it's actually going to be only about Final Fantasy 14. And, you know, if we do a God, PF- for, God forbid our Final Fantasy 14 show only has us talking about Final Fantasy 14. Heaven forbid. I mean, people yeah. might actually, you know, uh, tune in more often. So hopefully we'll get a little bit of traffic from Pet Food Alpha's former listeners. Hopefully we'll get some from the uh, from the Aetherite radio listener side. Right, and Let's then- get a bunch of new people. Whatever. We'll take, new- we'll take what we can get. I don't care if that makes us sound desperate. <laughs> I would be really excited if we actually did just get a bunch of new listeners, you know, people that have never heard us before, be. and maybe they enjoy us. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Chance, chances are pretty good. Most of you are coming for, to us from from PFA and Aether Eight, though. So, so and those of you that do, we of course thank you very much for that. You know, continuing to support Gamerscape and uh, of course everything else that we're going to hopefully do here moving forward. So, uh, thank you to you, and if you're new, thank you as well, and hope you'll subscribe. 
um, you know, this will eventually be on iTunes, I guess, right? Yeah, eventually. It uh, everybody, you know, if if anyone's done podcasting or followed a a show right at the launch, uh, it it takes a little bit to to get in there. So after our first episode, we'll we'll get everything submitted, and uh, hopefully, it won't take too long to get us in there. Either way, if you're following the site feed on Gamers, you'll see it on the site. Yeah. We'll have our own little drop down section under podcasts and everything. We do. It's already added. No, we will. We will. After this, we, goes, we technically haven't even announced the show yet. This is this is our announcement of the show. That's why you'll see when we we titled this podcast. We were, this is one of the things where we normally do after the fact, but this one we titled in advance because we said we're just kind of dropping this out of the like out of the darkness. So it, this is totally a phantom. And I, and I think we were talking about like the Disney Star Wars stuff at some point too. Yeah, I think that's how it came up. There was some type of some type of Star Wars discussion going on. Yeah, and uh, and that's how that happened. But yeah, okay. so. Let's kick it off well, into gaming news, shall we? Yeah, there was, uh, of course, a whack load of things that were posted on the site this week. Um, just kind of taking them in a non-particular order, but probably uh, least recent to most recent. Uh, the Final Fantasy XIV End of an Era trailer. So I know that uh, everyone's like, everyone's all right. So so you were talking about games on this sh- on your other show, and now you're talking about those games on this show. Hang on a second, guys. It's, it's not like that. There's no favoritism here. We're just we're, we're taking things as they were exciting. And, of course, uh, both of us being uh, pl- players of Final Fantasy MMOs, uh, we're sort of like jaw-dropped when we saw this this video get posted up. And, uh, of course, I, I saw that you put it on the website. I had to go and find it because I hadn't seen it. As mm-hmm. initial, but apparently you had some kind of story that like you stayed up till 5 a.m. To, to watch this whole thing. Uh, well, I mean, because because there was the, the big end end uh, end event for Final Fantasy 14, um, which is shut down now um, until 2.0 for the most part. They're bringing the servers back, but it doesn't save data. So it's 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 like the world's biggest chat room. Right. Yeah. It's um, like entertain yourself, walk around, hit stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah. for the last last two hours is basically, you know, basically like this big battle. Um, and because they activated everybody's characters that have ever played the game, lots of people were trying to log in and nobody could log in or stay logged in because of this. Um, so a lot of that time, um, I was actually streaming the event for everybody. And, uh, during that time, uh, I think, I think 90% of that time I was, I was, uh, trying to log in, which is unfortunate, but right after the servers went down, they, uh, they pushed the, uh, end of an era trailer up. And uh, in typical Final Fantasy fashion, it is really, really, really pretty. Yeah, anything you've ever expected from a Final Fantasy game, if you've ever played one, I'm, you know, there's probably those of you that are out there that haven't. If you've ever played a Final Fantasy game, you know that one of the sort of cornerstones is that you know Square Enix always makes really pretty videos that go along with it and awesome cutscenes. So it was nothing short of uh, you know what you would expect from a Square Enix video. And of course, uh, not to you know take away from anybody who still hasn't found it on the website. If you go to the main page, you'll see that it's uh, just in one of the older posts. I think from last week. Yeah. And another thing, too, uh, on our new website, we're still polishing up stuff, but um, because we have general gaming news, Final Fantasy Eleven news, Final Fantasy fourteen news, and Wakfu news, um, if you want, you can click there's that news tab right up on top of the on the nav bar there, and you can sort that news if you want. Otherwise, it'll display everything right on the front page, and then you can, you know, page through it or whatever. Um, yeah. So it looks good. Um, no date for, uh, for 2.0 yet. Um, however, North America alpha test is supposed to start on the 26th. Okay. So keep an eye out for all those juicy NDA leaks that are probably sure to come out. Anyway. And I'm sure you guys are going to have an A Threat Radio episode coming up. Yeah, soon. we uh, more about it. So eventually, hopefully. Yeah, I really hope so. Um, next up, Tomb Raider's Collector's Edition has been announced for North America. 
Um, this is actually really cool. It comes with a Play Arts Kai figure, which already with with you know alone I think kind of seals the uh, the value on it because those are usually like fifty or sixty bucks, right? On top yeah. of the game, which is sixty, uh, and so you're looking at like a hundred, hundred ten bucks right there, and the thing's only a hundred bucks, and that's not all it comes with. Yeah. So it's uh, it's I think it's a really really good value. Um, Dream Raider is looking pretty good from what I've seen of it. I uh, you know I got to play it at PAX, um, and it's you know I'm liking it so far. So yeah. uh, you know March uh, I'm trying to think March thirty. Yeah, I was looking at something. the post here a little. Bit. I got I, I should have tapped March fifth. March fifth. March yeah, March fifth. Um, yeah. Comes with the uh, player. It's Kyle uh, Lara Croft figurine. Uh, comes with a double sided island map and poster, a lithographic print, um, iron on badges. Uh, a soundtrack and a uh, DLC weapons pack. You know what? I have to say, I really do like sort of what Square Enix has done uh, with with Tomb Raiders of late. You know, it, I remember sort of like the original Tomb Raiders back in, you know, some of the other consoles and stuff like that that existed. You know, when I was a lot younger, like ten years ago, I remember. You know, the character of Lara Croft was sort of one of those sort of cartoony kind of characters. You know, with the uh, like she started off and, and everyone's like oh my god boobs like, yeah, like boobs in video like, games that yeah. was what tomb raider was yeah they're like what's the game about i don't even know i don't even Robust know but i want to play it and then she was like she was like she, she almost looked like gothic for one of the games right she had yeah. like the black lipstick on i think that was was that underworld uh, was um, i'm not i'm not i'm not big on on tomb raider lore unfortunately um but, but I, uh, I remember you know what she did stereotypically like if you were to put her beside mm-hmm. like the original tomb raider uh, actress, well, like you, you think uh, Angelina Jolie, and it really sort of did fit, sort of that she looked like that in the game, and you kind of look and see how they've sort of uh, redesigned her in in these most recent sort of uh, inceptions of the game, and you really see that she's sort of looking more, almost like uh, I almost want to say she fits into like the universe of like, uh, um, like uh, Uncharted. Okay, yeah, I could see that. You know what I mean? Like she sort of fits that same sort of like, but like female heroine kind of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of neat uh, that they've, you know, sort of evolved her to suit more like what the the modern gaming crowd is sort of looking for in, in those types of games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, don't, I think it's pretty cool. So Tomb Raider Collector's Edition, March 5th, it's coming. Uh, I think they probably have pre-orders up already, I would think, right? Uh, yeah, I think you can. Um, you know, your, uh, your usual retailers, if not, they'll probably be available soon. But uh, hundred bucks, and it's, that's a good deal for for just the game and the play arts figurine alone. Yeah, so. and have no fear. Talking about good deals, we'll be getting to that a little bit later on in the show. We're going to talk about some of the uh, things that are coming up this week for Black Friday sales. So, um, Call of Duty, Call of Duty Black Ops. Yeah. So this is funny. Um, you know, everyone's oh yeah, Call of Duty, let's go. And um, I think uh, some of the numbers were released. Um, I know it did like, well. It did very Walmart. well. Target hadn't released theirs, but I think there was at least uh, like Amazon or e- or GameStop, I think, released their numbers. And they said that, of course, you know, just to be expected that, you know, the latest Call of Duty topped the numbers from last year's Call of Duty kind of yeah. a thing. Shocking. I know. No one was expecting that. Familiar, but, uh, of course, Treyarch and Infinity Ward sort of alternate each and every year. So there's, for the most part, a Call of Duty that comes out sort of annually. And it's, it's always all, it's like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> It's, it's you know what yeah you could pretty much there's a lot of games i think that are adopting the same kind of model where they release a game sort of around the same time each and every year and you know it's either sort of an elaboration of last year's game or right you know like with the assassin's creed 
sort of uh, two sort of lore where they went, you know, brotherhood and, and yep. that kind of thing. And then, of course, you know, with Call of Duty now, you have uh, sort of either the modern warfare or the black ops alternated each and every year. So uh, this year's installment, of course, uh, highly anticipated, high sales numbers, um, you know, especially for consoles. But on the PC end of things, they had this disc. Had a bit of a whoopsie. Um, yeah. So there's a video on YouTube. Um, a guy's installing his uh, PC version of Black Ops 2. Uh, and he's there, it's a two-disc install, so he's prompted to put in disc two. He puts two, uh, disc two in, and a little pop-up comes up uh, asking him what he would like to do with this Mass Effect 2 CD that he just inserted. <laughs> so uh, that's that's a bit of a problem. Um, what was your solution again? What's that? What was your solution? You said it was in well, the post. Well, the, the, uh, the solution... To, to if you, if you wanted to fix this, um, in order to play this, it, it's one of those games you got to register on Steam. Yeah. So you can just register it on Steam and download it. Yeah. So that's not really a big deal. Um, Bioware jumped right on this though, um, saying that the first fifty people that sent them that sent in pictures of them holding the uh, the disc, they would send them a uh, a code to redeem the uh, Mass Effect trilogy on PC. <laughs> wow. They, they, but they, only they saw 50. that opportunity and grabbed it. <laughs> you know what, 50. though? That's that's still uh, that's still 50, you know, 50, uh, 50 trilogies. Yeah. So and that's probably something that has nothing to do with either Treyarch or Bioware. No, it's just whoever whoever printed them um, yeah. and on a related note. And I, I didn't end up publishing this one. Um, Lego Lord of the Rings came out. That's oh. that same day. Um, yeah. And a lot of people were reporting that uh, for the Xbox 360 version, they opened it up and it was a demo disc that was in the case and not the full retail game really i think there's a there's a there's a disc like manufacturer out there that's about to lose some contracts and fire some people i think yeah and especially and it's it's how 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 often do you hear about something like this right and then they have two on the same day yeah and especially on on titles that are probably some of the bigger titles for the holiday season mm-hmm. right like, mm-hmm. you think of games that are directed towards like younger crowds like you know kids and that you know you like know this. and i i haven't played one of the, the lego games since i think like the second star wars one but they were yeah. good games oh definitely and you know like i know my aunt has younger kids and mm-hmm. and she looks definitely forward to those kinds of games at christmas time she doesn't buy the call of duty games for the kids but yeah. for the kids that are a little bit younger yeah it's definitely you know probably going to be a top seller and unfortunately now they're going to be going back and trying to backtrack hopefully it doesn't continue in future shipments so yeah yeah um, so playstation plus yeah this is really cool um and i think it's something that hopefully will help vita out a little bit since yeah it's kind of it, had a slow start <laughs> vita needs all the help it can get i think at this point um yeah. it, playstation plus is coming to the vita um and the nice thing about this is if you already have playstation plus for your ps3 you don't have to get another another sub or whatever one playstation plus subscription will count for count on ps3 and for vita um and this is coming uh this tuesday here um and you'll have they're adding six games into the uh the instant game collection so if you have a vita and you have playstation plus you'll get for free as part of your your playstation plus membership you'll get uncharted golden abyss gravity rush wipeout 2048 Jet Set Radio, which I think is coming out uh, next week, so you get it free right off the right off the bat right there. Off the hop. Nice. Um, Mutant Bob's Attack, and you'll get the uh, PSP version of Final Fantasy Tactics: War of the Lions. Ooh. Those are six good games. There, no like, kidding. Like oops. especially if you you know if you were you know the type of person you buy a Vita, you know it doesn't have a lot of games out with those, it. Those right are pretty now. much the games that you want. Yeah, to like get that, like right if you're there. looking at the list of games that are already out and some of the stuff that's coming, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, say you go out and buy the uh the Assassin's Creed 3 uh bundle like this week we'll talk about later, but 
Um, you get something like that, you know, basically you sign up for PlayStation Plus, you're going to get that stuff. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. It's a great way to great way to start your portable gaming. Absolutely. They also the added uh, Quantum Conundrum to uh, the Insta Game Collection uh, this past week, which is a, nice. a fun game. So uh, make sure to check that out if you got PlayStation Plus. Yeah, next up is uh, StarCraft Two. Yeah, uh, part of the swarm. That's the expansion. That liver of the swarm or kidney of the swarm. It's a heart. Heart of the swarm. And that's, uh, I guess, the expansion for this StarCraft is, Two. Yep. It's yeah. The so second bit of StarCraft Two here. So if you're familiar with StarCraft Two, you know you might have played it on PC um, when they launched the the main title last year. This is the uh, the sort of sequel to it. It's going to follow up and sort of give you some expansion content, which is you know nice because uh, I know a lot of people do enjoy still playing StarCraft. People through the BattleNet and that do enjoy playing StarCraft Two uh, online. So this gives you a little bit of fresh content and uh, gives you something to keep you keep you going. What was the release date on it? March twelfth. Yeah, so you're gonna... there's not enough stuff coming out in Q1, right? Like we need. Yeah. Oh, there's so much good stuff coming out. Q, uh, 2013 is starting to look like it's really starting to get a robust. Well, I mean, you, you look at the the first few months. Um, you know, we just had Tomb Raiders coming out uh, on the fifth of March. Um, Bioshock Infinite is coming out. I think that's in February. Yeah, it was fe- the end of February. I'm pretty yeah. sure. So just yeah, the end of February, early March. Oh my god. <laughs> We're in for some good stuff, guys. You, you know, so all these titles we're going to talk about here shortly, you know, that are here for the Christmas season. You better play through them on your Christmas break because uh, quarter one, you're probably going to be missing a little bit of school for it. If you're, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually, uh, when we talk about Call of Duty, I'll talk about something that I uh, that I had happen to me because oh one thing that some of our listeners might know from Pet Food Alpha, uh, I'm a teacher in real life, so I got some funny little stories about kids and video games. <laughs> <laughs> I teach. <laughs> of course, they all love them. So nice. uh, next up, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, of course, uh, a Second very highly, very highly anticipated game too. I mean, Ooh, uh, yeah, who doesn't love just driving around and killing hookers, right? I think that Grand Theft Auto probably has like the uh, or probably deserves to like have the title of you know best sandbox game um, series in the history you know? of sand. <laughs> history of sandbox games. I mean, I, I can remember. Uh, you know, years ago when I used to work at uh, at a retail store, you know, when we sold video games, they used to launch them, uh, the Grand Theft Auto, you know, 3, San Andreas and uh, Vice City. They launched all those games in the PlayStation 2 right around Christmas. And, of course, every kid and their mom would come in, 10-year-olds that are like, oh, I want the Grand Theft Auto game. And I used to have to say to the parents, you know, it's 18A, right? And they're like, what do you mean it's 18A? <laughs> you know, you can drive around killing whores. It's <laughs> a... The only reason this game exists is so you can walk around, shoot people with guns, and steal cars. The game title didn't tell you that. It's called yeah. Red Auto. They're like, what? I can't buy this for you. What are you talking about? Kitties <laughs> uh, around the corner. I remember my, my mom took my – we were all out at the mall, and she – I think they were getting – was it Vice City or, or – no, it was San Andreas. And the guy's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. My mom's just like, yeah. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five, I'm pretty sure, is set in the same. Los Santos. Uh, yeah, it's yep. it's basically going back to San Andreas. So, yeah, which was the uh, the biggest world they actually had in a in a GTA game. Yeah, and of course, considering it looked pretty good on PS2, I imagine it's probably going to look pretty good on it. Uh, they've done uh, some sites have actually already had uh, screenshot comparisons between uh, four and five. Oh, yeah. and it, it it does it it's yeah they've they've uh, they've made some improvements. So. Uh, which is nice because you know what i i can remember when uh i played uh four on on 360 for the first time i was kind of looking at it and thinking you know 
considering they had so much success on like you know the PlayStation 2 and the original Xbox it was pretty hard to believe that that was the first title they came out with on the new console and it didn't really look that much better mm-hmm. i mean you look at uh GTA 2 compared to GTA 3 wow. those of you that have played GTA 2 know that it used to be like well have open. you have you seen the uh the high res texture pack that the the fan, the mod community's made for GTA 4 no oh my god dude. Does it look good <laughs> it 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 it's it's some of the best graphics I've seen in a game. Really? Oh yeah. I'll have to look. You need to you need to look at that. Oh, they're fucking PC, right? Hmm. You're talking for PC though, right? Yeah. 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 I, I always played the uh, anything after GTA 2. I played on uh, on console. So yeah, that's uh, it's it's mind blowing. Yeah. It looks really good. I'll have to look further into that. So how about uh, our next item up on our gaming news? If you've been following. Oh our, my God! Yes. Of course, uh, as many of you know, uh, well, maybe you don't know, but you will know now, of course, that uh, Fusion and I share a, uh, a general passion in watching The Walking Dead each week on AMC and, uh, of course, follow a little bit of Telltale's The Walking a Dead. A little bit of, come on. A little bit, just a little bit. Freaking love this game. You haven't played it, have you? No, I haven't. I've been oh, dude. <laughs> you are missing out on probably what is, pro- I think it's, it's probably going to win Game of the Year or, uh, or Story of the Year. At yeah. the very least. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. This this game, and, and it's just like the show. You'll, like you'll, any- you'll get attached to all these people, and they'll yeah. be like, oh, you like this person, huh? That's cool. Well, guess what? They're dead now. Yeah. How do you like that? And you're, like, sitting there, you're like, oh, my God, I like them so much. Yeah. it's I, uh, It, it I, really pulls at you like the like the show does. The show is, you know, in and of itself, I mean, I think it's it's up for, I think, best drama, and I think it had the, the largest... Yeah. TV audience outside of uh, some of like you know like the Super Bowl and stuff like it's, that. It, it's yeah, I think as a, as a TV show goes, it had like the biggest premiere ever this season for episode one. It's almost like anything that touches this series right now is just like it's turning gold. And you know, well, they've they've um, this is so this is episode five that's coming out. Uh, it's coming out on November twentieth for I think it's PS three and then like the day after for everything else. That should be um, somewhere time this episode gets launched. It's probably the nineteenth. Yeah, right, yeah. right around the time you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, so if you're listening to this, pause this, go play that, and then come back. And it's then listen to anything else. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is the last episode. Um, for those that aren't familiar with it, it's from Telltale. They've done uh, the Sam and Max games, uh, the Back to the Future, Jurassic Park. It's a kind of it's they're more storytelling, uh, storytelling, yeah. <laughs> storytelling focused games instead of like action based or whatever. I did do the Back to the Future trilogy when they came did out. You? I played. I, I think the first episode was free, or you could get a demo or something. And that see, was uh, that was when they had the PlayStation Plus. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. After I think they, I think all of them were free on PlayStation Plus at, at one point, right? Yeah, that's uh, what that's where I remember. I played. But I've I've never really been into this type of game, and then they're like, "We're making a Walking Dead one." I'm like, "I'm gonna have to try it." <laughs> yeah, and I love it. This, so I, can you get access to that on uh, on PlayStation Plus or is it PC? It's it's available on all platforms. It's even available on uh, on iTunes, actually. Okay, well, I'm going to... So, everything except for, like, Wii. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, maybe not. But, yeah, Wii. Xbox, Xbox, uh, PlayStation, PC, iOS. Um, you can get the whole season pass for, I think it's, like, 25 30 bucks. 30 um, There's also going to be uh, a copy out at retail for Xbox and PS3 on December 4th, I think it is, for, like, 30 bucks or so. Um, and then there's also a collector's edition that you can get for that, which comes with, I think it's Compendium 1, which is the first, oh, I forget how many. 
it's like the first 20 or 30 issues or something with that with a new with a, like a limited edition cover or something like that um people that were people were pricing this i guess it's more to buy that collector's edition than it is to buy the item separately so i guess it depends on how much you want the the, the special uh, cover and stuff but yeah um, still cool either way that you can do that i know a buddy yeah, of mine anybody, he doesn't have uh, who's, you know sort of like falling in you know i have to say like i've i've even noticed lately that and and you know comic books i think with kids nowadays it's not as as popular or common as as it was you know when probably when we were younger well you know and with with ta- tablets coming up a little bit more i'm wondering if, if we might go back to that because a lot of i think dc now is only publishing digitally like, right and you know what i have to say i like I literally see kids in the classroom that like are, are sneaking in copies of like the walking dead, like the, uh, the comic book series. And I just like, good for them. I'm like, <laughs> awesome that you have that. Um, I'm going to need to confiscate it because bring more of those in. I could, I, I could use some. Yeah. Here. I, do do you have a, you have the first one. I, I need to get through the first one first and then work my way through them. Right. Cause I've seen them online yeah. and that, but I mean, it's still not the same thing as happening. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, well, uh, with, tablets are getting so popular now um yeah. you know they're doing uh well especially with digital you know, formats of, stuff now too especially with like the launch of like the newer operating systems like windows 8 it's, windows it's 8. basically yeah. bona fide for its fork it's it was for built tablet. around a tablet yeah yeah so i mean it's only going to get more and more like that yeah i mean there's there's i already have stuff i'm waiting to read if, if i end up ever getting a I mean, I, I could, you know, I could read it right now on the PC, but I just, I feel like it would be better just to have it like in my hand. You know what I mean? Totally. It feels it's, weird. It's, it's, there's an effect that you get when you use a tablet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, um, I don't know if anybody ever out there ever watched uh, Smallville on, uh, on, on CW used to be WB. Um, yeah. Love that show. They did an 11th season as a comic. Did they? Yeah. They continued the story from the, from the show as a comic. See that, so I'll be I'll be I'll be jumping right on that <laughs> whenever I get. Well, it. maybe that's what you should be looking for for Christmas. Then, so maybe, maybe I gotta. I haven't I haven't I made up that, my list. As a Canadian, you know, one thing that you you keep hearing up here is, is that we we're supposed to be supporting BlackBerry more because you know they're kind of getting phased. Well, because of the popularity of Androids and, and iPhones, right? The like iOS and right. And it's because they're better. I know, and that's totally the argument that we keep saying. You know, we're like we're not just going to buy BlackBerry. Should be, you should be more worried about Hostess going bankrupt and not having any more Twinkies. Don't don't worry about BlackBerry. Exactly. Rule number thirty-two. Mm-hmm. That's right. Enjoy the so, little. Uh, one of the last uh, items on our on our gaming news for uh, for this week, anyways, in our coverage is uh, the fact that this week marks uh, the first week of uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic. Uh, a big game title from last year has now gone free to play. Yeah. So now you played it at launch, right? Fusion? I did. I uh, I was subbed up for a few months and it was good, but it felt more like an offline game with online components than an online game. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it was I mean, because it was very reminiscent of playing some of the original. Night it felt like order. right. It felt like just playing KOTOR. Yeah. Uh, which is good. But Nothing wrong with that. You know, it's it, some people it was, you know, like and the other thing I think that people really enjoyed about it was just the fact that it was such a visually appealing game, too. You know, they did put in a lot of effort in, in making it look good. It looks all right. Um, I'm thinking back to the I'm thinking back to the announcement trailer now where they had like the huge ass lightsaber handles. Yeah. With the hilts. Oh, my God. That was it reminded me of like the play school Star Wars figures they have where like the <laughs> hands and everything are like really big. Like that's what it looked like when it was originally shown off but um <laughs> yeah i mean it was a good game um you know whatever class you play there's like a there's like a, a pretty good 
full-blown story behind that character class like you know bounty hunter or jedi warrior or whatever there's there's a bunch of different classes um but you play through you get companions didn't they pioneer the whole concept of having voiceover actors through yeah this is the the, this is the first uh fully voiced mmo so every every character every npc and every quest everything is is voiced um and there's the the same kind of uh, dialogue tree options as you know as in kotor or mass effect um and it, it it's a good game but the problem again you know it feels more like it's just another kotor and you don't really feel the online components as much as i would have expected from an mmo yeah uh, and i don't think they got as much uh subscriptions out of it as they had probably hoped which is well prob- they i mean they for any mmo you there's there's a couple periods of time you need to look at one is launch uh, and then i think you know maybe three months after launch and then maybe a little bit further down the line, because that's when you'll start to lose people. If, if you're going to lose people. And the other thing I'm not really too familiar with from it, because like, I know I, you know, had a copy of it, but I never even installed it just because I didn't want to have another MMO to pay for. But, uh, you know, did they have uh, constant, um, content being released for it after it's launched? That was, you know, I don't recall, like, I know that they had, um, there was a, an update with a, a thing, but it, it felt like it was spaced away a little too much. I think that was one of the issues that it ran into was uh, the content that was being released was was far apart. Yeah. So it's like, here's this really cool thing. And people here for and, a little bit. You, you know, guys- it's almost like uh, even if you if you think of like a Final Fantasy 11 comparison, I know in, this isn't the 11 here's show. launch. We'll see Here's you guys launch. back at Adeline. <laughs> That's right. And it, and it kind of reminds me of, you know, when they launched some of those little smaller expansion packs. For those of you that aren't familiar with Eleven, they did release some, uh, what do they call them? They didn't call them quite expansion packs. They add-on they them scenarios. Add-on. And, then, and they had, all- then they had battle scenarios, which yeah. was uh, Abyssia. So almost with Star Wars, I think what they did was they released it spaced out uh, in a similar fashion to what Square Enix did with those add-ons. Right. And uh, so the result is that you get people that blast through the content and then they sit there afterwards. They, they just... rush to Endgame and there's only the few, you know, the, the same chunk of things to do. And they're just right. kind of sitting around. And you know, so one of the things that I think that they tried to do with uh, with Star Wars was, you know, they, they tried to, I think, release the content too spaced out. And similarly to a lot of other MMOs that have a lot of, I think, similar problems, you know, sustenance, right, is a big issue for them where they, mm-hmm. they have to have content that's out there for people to play because if it's not out there consistently, then people lose interest. And, you know, even something that's been as out as long as like, wow, for example, you know, the, the, even they have the same similar sort of problems where people are all level 90 and, you know, they, they don't They've really They've done everything yeah, they, like a million times. And once they have their gear, you know, it's like, okay, well, what do I do? Do I start another character or do I, you know, play something else? Yeah. So I think that sort of contributes to a lot of the same problems. So I don't know if any of that has to do with how they ended up in a free to play model. And, you know, I don't even know if we could justifiably say a free to play model is a bad thing for them, but they're looking to do, I think, uh, something a little bit different than most people have done with free to play. From how I understand it, and I I could, I could be wrong. So if I am, sorry. Uh, but you know, you can look, uh, they have all the details up on their website and stuff too, but we'll get like a, a SOTOR, you know, buff that comes on, listens to this podcast episode and they're like, you know, have no idea what you're talking about. Dead wrong. And I'm not going to listen to them. And also Han shot first. Um, <laughs> just, I don't know. You gotta be touching there. Star Wars fans, right? Like I'm a Star Wars <laughs> fan. So, you know, like I get excited about stuff that's Star Wars. So are you, are you excited about episode seven? Yeah. Even well, though it's like Disney. I know. You know what? I have. This is what I have to say. Okay. In a way, 
it's good news because at the end of the day, you know, it's George, more Star Wars. Yeah, it's more Star Wars. George Lucas is probably not the best person to direct them anymore. And that's probably <laughs> something Star Wars fans agree on after episode one. Sure. Three. But, you know, as far as creating the ideas and the lore, he is the expert on that accord. So there's so much stuff that's out there from, you know, yeah. ideas and, and things like that. Like, and, and when Disney bought it, they bought all that. So mm-hmm. you know, Disney did a good job of coming up with a concept from scratch with, uh, with the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy. So I think that if they, you know, go along similar guidelines and they sort of, you know, make the same sort of caliber of movie and go with the same sort of caliber of actors that it would probably be, you know, a pretty good mm-hmm. movie. You know, I, it's funny, you know, like you just, you just hope in the, in the back of your mind that you don't, for whatever reason, see Mark Hamill, uh, Harrison Ford, uh, or any of the other original actors in the movie, because you kind of want, or maybe, maybe as like cameos, right? I mean, yeah. well, and it, it also depends what the story is, right? Because I mean, there's this whole, you know, the expanded universe story. Han and Leia, you know, hitch. They get, they have kids, and I mean, there's a whole, whole thing that happens after that. Yeah. But uh, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. Hopefully, Jar Jar won't be in it. That's that's all I want to. Yeah. If there's no Jar Jar in it. I think we'll be all right. They had to bring him in at the end of episode three too. It was on Spike TV like a oh, couple weeks ago. And I, I just remember watching the end and I go, oh, this was like, you know, probably the best of these three movies. You get mm-hmm. to the end. And, oh, Jar Jar Binks. Really? He was all like sad and depressed looking, though. Yeah. Because he found out that nobody loved him. <laughs> nobody likes me. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, so, yeah. of course, free to play now. If you, uh, you know, enjoy uh, enjoy that title. Uh, if you know you what? It's even if you liked KOTOR. Yeah. Go through and play the play the play the, the character uh, storylines. It's probably worth it in that sense alone that you could you know reincorporate some of your uh, you know past fond memories. All you the, all you Star Wars Galaxy players can can fill the void a little bit. Yeah, I know that was sort of I think what uh, they were really hoping for was that all those old Galaxy players could find something new to put their Star Wars niche into, right? Yeah. So uh, that's about it for our gaming news for the week. Uh, that took us uh, a little bit of time and, you know, we had a lot to talk about. But uh, we are looking to continue on with the next segment of our show, which is uh, we want to talk about a few of the games that uh, are obviously notable and have been uh, released in the um, past week or so or two weeks, I guess, really. If we're going to backtrack a little bit because this is our first episode. Backtrack a little bit to, uh, of course, the launch of Assassin's Creed 3. Yeah. One of the, of course, highly anticipated titles for this year. And I'm pretty sure there was uh, a, a really good following on it after um, E3 this year. Mm-hmm. It had some really cool uh, YouTube videos that they were posting to leading up to the release. I know I was watching them every day up until the release, um, just talking about the different uh, stages that the game went through in development. And, you know, one of the things that I, I think I, I really enjoyed about the game was the, uh, or appreciate anyways, is somebody who took a, a lot of history in university. I, I really enjoyed the fact that there was a lot of historic sort of content tied into it and things that, you know, yeah. you wouldn't have expected to be in a video game. It's, that, it's interesting. And then you like, you'll get to a point and you're like, dude, Paul Revere is so annoying. <laughs> I never knew that about history. I thought he was like this really cool guy. He was just, he was dumb. Yeah. I never knew an assassin was the one that he just piggybacked on the assassin riding the horse. He didn't even do it himself. No kidding. That's not right? what they taught me in school. That's right. <laughs> if anyone uh, considers that a spoiler, then I feel bad for you. 
And we don't really want to, you know, get into. I'm not going to spoil you. I mean, it's like, oh, there's interaction with Paul Revere. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm not yeah. when they you also meet George Washington. Meet George Washington. I I thought that that was a little soft. That they, you know, it would have been cooler. I think that uh, if they had sort of made it where like. You know, he's always sort of behind closed doors and you don't actually get to meet the character. Mm. That way it wouldn't sort of spoil any, you know, invented personality traits about him. I thought it was kind of cool you got to meet Ben Franklin. Yeah, you have to. This is actually this is one of the parts of the game I hated is you have to collect the pages of his almanac. Yeah. That have blown around. And it's not like the feathers in the previous games. Those are actually still in here. But these things like you'll be just you'll be like walking around town and you'll see it on your map and they, they they blow around. And so you got to, you know, free run around a bunch of stuff. It, you know, they kind of follow like a path. And yeah. then usually right before you grab it, it disappears. And like you have to just like wait for it to pop up again. Some of the worst ones are the ones that are located on like, you know, like the same buildings that you use for like your eagle vision. And like when you synchronize mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, like going through the game and in, in a couple of the cities I've been in so far, I, I mean, I found that like, you know, Boston little challenging more more like more reasonable i got all the all the almanac pages there uh when i got to new york it was like all of a sudden there was like two or three of them that like i just i literally couldn't get them and i just it kind of turned me off for for that aspect of the quest i there was you know i the first couple i tried to grab like they just they got away from me like right as i was getting to them and i'm like you know what i'm all right I'm going to go and uh, collect some feathers instead. Thanks. Yeah, I, I have a I think I have a copy of the Almanac somewhere. I know that it gets finished. I don't need to to find all of these right now. Yeah. So um, but another thing, too, and I wanted to talk about this. Uh, Connor Kenway, which is the, uh, the main character in this one, he was nominated for best character uh, for the Spike Video Game Awards this year. I, I don't know if I agree uh, I know. on that. You know- I, I was going to say that the, the main character that you start playing at the beginning of the game, which is, it turns that's, out to be... That's spoiler-ish. I wouldn't... But... It is. I don't think it's that big of a spoiler. I... Yeah. Well, well of course, it also, it also came out two weeks ago, though, too, right? So where do you where do you cut the line? I'm not spoiling, like, the hook story. I won't, oh, I won't okay. say... Okay. All right. Just saying it's his dad. That's, <gasps> that's the deal. Oh, my God. Oh, big time spoiler. Anyways, if you're if you feel spoiled and you are waiting to get this game for Christmas or something like that, there you go. There you have it. The there, main there have character. been enough people playing it online and, and posting stuff. Yeah, it's out there. Yeah. So anyways, it's it's his father. And I kind of felt that his uh, character development's a little bit sort of better. And then when they get to the actual Connor's character development, that it was kind of rushed. Well, you so, get, you know, it, and you don't really I, get to know the character. Well, I guess even. from feelings for him he's looking just, for like a i guess it's almost kind of realistic right because he's a native american and yeah. so he's not accustomed to you know uh white people's like you know uh way of living or something you know i'm trying to figure out how to word it but like way of thinking kind and of. so like you'll be you know you'll be somewhere and he'll just kind of like butt in he's like where's this guy i want to kill and it's like it's <laughs> like you're you're, you're you're watching this you're like what the hell are you doing <laughs> like you don't do that <laughs> and his his voiceover too like i i kept waiting for him to ask ask about like sailors or the three wudu or something Some, something about his voice just reminded me of ryo hazuki from shenmue i don't know <laughs> what it was i was just waiting like would you like to try lucky hit I'm like did you go up on uh, on like imdb afterwards and try and find it was it wasn't the same guy it wasn't the same guy okay i was gonna say because that was i actually right after i had that thought i paused the game and looked it up I always I always pick up on things like that when it comes to like when I watch uh, 
when yeah. I watch like different uh, like cartoon shows, right? That like sure. you know the actor who did you know Goku's voice in in <laughs> in Dragon Ball Z was like the same actor that did like you know Optimus Prime's voice. Or it's funny because like these days, like it's it's like the same like five people, right? That do all the voices for like everything. Like I remember before um, Batman Arkham City came out, uh, or was it no Arkham Asylum? Like mm-hmm. the first game that somebody said, "Oh, did you know that Mark Hamill is the Joker?" Yeah. And I, and I was like, okay, what? Like, he, he doesn't sound like Mark Hamill when he does that. No, not at all. I was it's like, crazy. there's no way the same guy. And they're like, yeah, no, go and look it up. And sure enough, you can mm-hmm. see the YouTube videos of, you know, Mark Hamill recording like him as the Joker. And sure. you just sort of see him get into the role. And it's just like, he oh. was actually, uh, Asylum was actually going to be the last time he did the Joker. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, they, when they approached him for the, uh, the script for Arkham City, he was like, you know what? I got to come back and do this. Oh, yeah. And he's probably like and he's probably not coming back. Oh, you have a big bag of money for me. I'm not going to say no. Right. (laughs) He he loves doing the Joker, though. I mean, because he can. It's just so so out of, you know, it's it's not what you would think of when you think Mark Hamill. Right. But I mean, and it's cool with those those games, too, because Mark Hamill also did the voice of the Joker in the animated series. And they had um, and I can't remember his name. The guy that did the voice of Batman in the animated series did uh, did the Arkham games, too. Right. Yeah. So. And that was one of the things that I thought was a real nice consistency too when yeah. I played the first Arkham Asylum because I remember that distinguishing voice that was Batman. Mm-hmm. And thinking afterwards playing the game, I'm like, yeah, this feels like the video game, and I like or like you know that I'm playing. Which is, in the- it, yeah, it's, it sounds like the series, which is funny because like the animated series, like it, it was the cartoon, and now you're in like this really like nitty gritty like Joker is talking about himself wearing a thong like <laughs> you know world. Yeah. I thought it was really well done. I, I was, you know, like, a, you can't say anything negative about. No, I, I like the games. That being said, I like the first one better. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I think the second one, it I mean, it was it was a little bit more of the same kind of stuff. Right. But it was just like a different setting, which is cool. But uh, I, I think when you when you get that that first well, and, and I think you could probably say the, the same with any new game franchise. Right. That first one. Like you get to try out, you know, whatever new mechanics they've introduced just for like, that game that maybe other games haven't had before. And you're just like, wow, this is really cool. It's like kind of like it, it was just one of those things where the game was so groundbreaking. They hadn't yeah. done they hadn't done a game like that in a long time where it had like the sort of brawling, uh, sort mm-hmm. of like sparring type. And that, and that and now that that combat um, system is in a lot of stuff. Oh, no kidding. Well, you even see similarities between that and Arc- and Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, you, you see sort of the evolution of that There's, game. Uh, Sleeping Dogs has has that kind of combat in it as well. Yeah. yeah, which is another recent game that came out. Uh, Very good game. I like I don't, I don't think enough people appreciated that game. You know what? I, I really wanted to. Well, you remember I was I was sending you messages on Skype saying <laughs> I wanted to try it. And was it worth it kind of a thing? And oh, yeah, you were saying that it was. And, and you know, I wanted to try it on on a console, but uh, I just never got around to picking up a copy of it. It's it's good. It's really yeah. good. So uh, I guess we've spent enough time talking about Assassin's Creed Three. We got to get to a couple other titles that have, of yes. course, you know, crushed the uh, the expectations for uh, I think uh, many people. You know, they they have huge sales numbers that, of course, not some of them are not finalized yet. But uh, one of the other big titles from this fall season or quarter four for 2012 is Halo Four. Yeah, yeah, and of course, not going to get into many spoilers. This just came out last week. Yeah. Uh, or a week or so after two, two weeks, uh, Assassin's two weeks, might have been two weeks. Two weeks. I think Assassin's Creed was three weeks ago. So it, it was it's a Saturday that kind of puts me at a weird like, OK, is it yeah. last week or this week or yeah, it was like a couple weeks ago. But anyway, 
Uh, Halo 4 is out as the first uh, new game from uh, 343 Industries, which is the company that pretty much was created for the sole purpose of making Halo, That's right. <laughs> which is crazy. No pressure, guys. We just made an entire an entire branch of Microsoft games just to make Halo. So if you're familiar that. with any of the other previous Halo games, you know, obviously, you know, that, uh, you know, Bungie was responsible for the development of them prior to this launch title. Um, many people out there are sort of saying that Halo 4 sort of sticks true to what you would expect from a Halo game. You know, there's not, you know, those moments that sort of ooh or wow you like you would expect maybe from a, a Halo game. And that uh, I think the general sort of message that I've heard anyways about Halo 4 was that, you know, it's it's uh, it's very true to what you would expect. It's from good. A Halo I, I, I felt like maybe the story was a little on the generic side. Yeah. But, but that being sort of- said, um, they already said that this is a new trilogy. So you got to, you know, you got to start with something, right? That's right. So um, one thing I will say about this game, the soundtrack. Yes. That's amazing soundtrack. And I mean, there's a lot of talk, too, that they might be considered for awards on that note also. Just for the quality. And and I actually I actually downloaded I bought the soundtrack for this game. It's I I play it all the time. That's that's what I've been listening to for the last couple of weeks now is the Halo 4 soundtrack. It's it's so good. It's me a lot of uh, Battlestar Galactica's soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I kind of wondered if there was some of the same. Like, I don't think Bear. Well, the, the, you know, the nice thing, too, about the, the Halo 4 soundtrack is that it's all it's all new stuff. Yeah. But there's just like little hints of like the old, the yeah. old themes in it. Uh, like if yeah. uh, back that go pull up plane. YouTube and look for one one seven. Yeah. From the Halo 4 soundtrack. It is just man. <laughs> Yeah. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Uh, one of the things I've heard, um, of course, again, I haven't gotten this particular title yet because we'll we'll figure that out in a second. Why? We're, what we're trying to do when we do these sites that shows because there are so many launch titles. Sometimes it's hard for Fusion, myself, and many of our other people that work on the on the Gamerscape team to to get around to getting every game and playing it thoroughly enough to to sort of give it a, a full sort of scope of view. So Fusion spent a little bit more time on Halo Four. I'm spending a little bit more a time. A little more time. You haven't even bought it yet, Slacker. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't gotten it yet. I'm, I'm kind of okay. waiting. I'm waiting to get to the next title as to why. But um, <laughs> one of the things I've heard very positive reviews about uh, was the online play in Halo mm-hmm. 4. And I love how, online play. how just most people are just saying how bloody good it is. Uh, of course, very reminiscent, I think, uh, of a lot of people. You know, I, I was very fond of playing Halo 2 online. Um, you know, and Halo three, I felt was, you know, equally as good. And, uh, I wasn't as huge of a fan of reach. I have to See, say, I loved reach. That's, I think sort of a crossroads for some people, right? Some I people- think, I think, um, over like, obviously like I'm, I'm liking the multiplayer cause they've just kept building and building on it. Right. So Halo four, four's multiplayer is obviously the best, but story wise, I loved reach. I think reach is still the best storyline for me. Yeah. I don't know if I can agree with that, but that's okay. <laughs> Like I said, everything, uh, everything's, you know, yeah. to the eye of the beholder. I, like I said, for me, Halo 2, I think still. Halo um, 2 was good. That might, nostalgia. that might be like my second or third. Just Maybe the nostalgia of, of being able to play online in Halo 2 and how it was sort of groundbreaking for yeah. multiplayer. I can still, I can still remember playing Halo 2 on launch day. I'm sitting here, you know, out in my, on my living room on the big TV and the, right when you get to play as, uh, as the elite. Oh yeah. You're like, you're like, holy hey, crap. You're like, hey, what? what, what's going on? <laughs> Why am I this uh, alien? What the heck? I, I, I'm Master Chief. Like, this isn't Master on? Chief. Yeah. Oh, and I can remember, you know, some of like the best multiplayer, you know, rounds you would go through, you know, in that little circular. I remember that too, because you could have Cove- uh, Covenant, you could have elites instead of Spartans in multiplayer. That was kind of weird. 
Like, what's going on? And of course, the new uh, assault rifle that was in there, the, mm-hmm. the three burst uh, battle yeah. rifle, all that kind That's of thing. That's the other thing about, about Halo 4 multiplayer. And I think they, they did this with, with Reach or... Uh, I think it was a patch that came out with Halo Anniversary too, which used the breach multiplayer. Um, if I recall, the, uh, the 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 original pistol from Halo One with the zoom on it, that's back. Yeah. So that's nice. nice. That's nice. Yeah, dude, that yeah. was such a like back, back in the day. Hour to play on like the big level, and you just like snipe people with the pistol. <laughs> trying to be like, you know what? Eh, pistol, pistol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, really so you've good. been uh, a lot of this uh, this new. Um, replacement to firefight and we made a couple knobs this is so it's it's actually i think it's really smart a lot of people um they'll pick up the and and you know yeah halo 4 does have multiplayer so that's that'll you know people play that forever but uh, for those people that do like a little bit of story uh in their gameplay they have this thing this thing called spartan ops and every week a new episode of spartan ops is released um so it's like you get five new levels every week in a lot of ways, they're trying to sort of repeat sort of what you see with uh, a lot of the other multiplayer games that are that are sort of launching these uh, content. It's like uh, episodic DLC. Yeah. It's but like, the best part is you don't have to buy anything else. It comes with the game. And that's one thing that I, you know, 110 percent fully support because mm-hmm. I know, that, uh, you know, with other games that are out there right now, other titles like the Call of Duty titles, you know, where they're they're selling you the game for $60 and then they want once they make like a yearly like membership thing for for something like call of duty or battlefield that's just weird i'm yeah. sorry that's i'm sorry I, and last year you know was probably the first time where you know among my friends that play those types of games you know we've just decided that you know what hey i ain't gonna dish out you know you know another 60 bucks on top of the 60 i paid for the game just to just to get your downloadable content you know i i liked it before when it was like okay you get a new map pack if you want it you pay 10 bucks if well you it's don't. like uh it's like there's a, a lot of games now they do season passes right um, yeah. Assassin's Creed 3, I think, has one. It's like 30 or 40 bucks. I don't know how much content you get with it. I think a lot of it is multiplayer, though, so I'm not even going to gonna worry about that. If I want any of the, the story-based yeah. DLC, I'll just buy it separate. But Yeah, and you'll see a little bit, uh, you know, I think we're still probably going to do a little bit of an Assassin's Creed 2 review uh, and have that on the... Three. On the, three. the three. Three. Three, yeah. We're going to have an Assassin's Creed 3 review posted on the main page of the website uh, at some point during this week. And Part of it uh, is we're, we're kind of... Part playing to like catch up and trying to keep up with everything. There's a lot of stuff going on both with game releases and with the site. So, yeah. uh, you know, bear with us a little bit. But yeah. um, Spartan Ops is really good so far. Um, we just put up a uh, a new uh, trailer. The trailer came out for uh, Spartan Ops Episode 3. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Halsey is coming back. So that's pretty cool. She's the one that's kind of responsible for the, the Spartan program. Um, right. The other thing too, I wanted to talk about. There's a there's a red versus blue Easter egg. Uh, I guess there was one in, in episode one for for Spartan Ops as well, but I didn't see that. But there's a there's a big uh, big Easter egg uh, in the last level for uh, episode two of Spartan Ops, which is really really funny. Um, you go to investigate this site where uh, you know there was a team kind of poking around some of these uh, you know alien artifacts, and uh, if you if you find this Easter egg and you hit it before you you know, kind of trace what happened via like radio uh, files. Um, the characters that are in those radio files are the people from uh, Red versus Blue. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll be like, "Oh, what's this button do? Don't touch anything." But I'm great with buttons. Ah, what is that explosion? <laughs> oh, awesome. great! Now I'm on fire. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what's that? Oh, I think it's Caboose. He's on fire. The armor, it does nothing. 
That's uh, it's good. Uh, look it up. Red versus blue on. Um, I think it's the levels called Gar- Gargarin or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's 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 funny. It's funny stuff. I remember I I, uh, I activate that Easter egg every time I play that level now. And every so often there's somebody that hasn't heard it before. They'll start laughing over <laughs> over, over live. It's great. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, that kind of brings us up to our next title. Uh, of course, uh, just released uh, this past Tuesday. Uh, I think it's almost at a point where the Tuesday after November 11th or Remembrance Day or I think you guys call it Veterans Day, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, in Canada, we call it Remembrance Day. In the States, of course, you call it Veterans Day. Um, and uh, <laughs> Call of Duty Black Ops 2, of course. I think uh, yep. any anybody knows in the video game world that uh, Call of Duties uh, come out, of course, the Tuesday after Remembrance Day or Tuesday before, whatever the case is, depending on when it falls in the week. And uh, so Call of Duty Day, as it's been deemed, uh, was this past Tuesday. Uh, of course, the game itself uh, crushed uh, a lot of the sales records set previously a year ago by Modern Warfare 3. Uh, and the latest installment, Black Ops 2, comes from uh, Treyarch. So last year's Infinity War, this year's Treyarch. We talked a little bit about that earlier on in the show, so I don't want to go back into that too much. But, uh, of course, uh, many people uh, kind of uh, di- on the disappointed end in this game. Um, the main story, of course, itself is uh, a little bit less uh, sort of enticing in terms of uh, what it's trying to do. And I think uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but of course, we'll, we'll make the mention of, I think we figured out as to why, and it's uh, got to do with, of course, the fact that Black Ops 2 takes place in the future. Yeah, and we, we talked about this a little bit before the show, and he was telling me a couple things that people didn't like. They're like, yeah, there's graphics and this stuff, and they don't like that it's in the future. I'm like, I think that's the point. Yeah, that's I the think problem, I- and everything else is just kind of tacked on to that. That's it's right. In the so future, talked, and it also doesn't look good, and blah, you know. Yeah, a lot of people were saying, you know, they're, they're making references to, you know, some of the older Call of Duty games that are out there, and you know, many people said, well, well, Treyarch, you know, Black Ops One was pretty good, you know, the graphics sort of looked a lot like, you know, what you'd sort of see this uh, past year in in Modern Warfare Three, and they said that, uh, you know, when they when they play Black Ops Two, all of a sudden they look at the graphics and they're like, everything kind of looks chunky, and it and it looks like almost more like Call of Duty World at War than it does black ops one and so they kind of you know they, they were a little bit disappointed by the graphics that's, and that's the, because people have less polygons in the future yeah everybody everybody knows that right yeah i mean really in another 20 years from now everybody's going to be playing their nes they're not going to be playing <laughs> you know on, on Bunch of hipsters they're not going to play on xbox 1080s and stuff like that it's going to be their <laughs> yes <laughs> So, uh, of course, you know, aside from some of the graphics and things like that, uh, you know, you do get a lot of what you expect from a Call of Duty game. Um, with Black Ops 2, you, of course, see the reemergence or the continuing uh, of Nazi zombies, or it's just called the Zombies Campaign in, uh, in Black Ops 2. I saw, uh, I saw a really good uh, tweet the other day talking about how uh, it says, you know, these, you know, some of the events are, you know, are based on like real, real events in history, blah, blah, blah. And then you get to like the start screen. You're like, all right, campaign or zombies. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's it's I have to say, it seems like and maybe in this case that they spent a little bit more time on the actual zombie uh, portion of the I'm, game. Itself. I'm wondering if they should just release a full blown zombie game. Well, I mean, you know, that's kind of maybe the question that people sort of bet is that you know, with this particular game, they might have spent more time on that than the and, actual. And what game. is it? What is it with zombies lately? Like in games, right? Like, like um, Red Dead Redemption had Undead Nightmare. Yep. Um, uh, more recently, 
Uh, I don't think it was zombies. It was like ghosts or something. But Sleeping Dogs had Nightmare North Point. Yeah. Uh, and it's just I don't I I don't get it. It's like all these games have to have some kind of add on with like zombies or something. Everybody's I don't. Like, oh, if we do a Walking Dead version of the game, all of a sudden it makes the game better. Which is which is funny, right? Because then like something like Resident Evil comes out and it adopts stuff that like you know from all these bigger action games and sucks less at the zombie part. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? That's right. So Valve Val just needs to make Left 4 Dead 3, I think, is what uh, what needs to happen. Right. Now, are they probably going to do that or is that for sure? Oh, I what? don't know. I'm just I'm just saying they should. Just saying, yeah. Well, Left 4 Dead 2 is good yeah. enough. So, yeah. But uh, with the zombie campaign, basically what they've done is they've added a little bit of a storyline. So it's not just, you know, you just have constant, constant waves of zombies coming at you until you finally die. Um, you know, in, in Black Ops 2, it looks like they've put in a little bit more um sort of content to go with the zombies so there's a little bit of a storyline to it and you sort of play through it and you know they go back to sort of i think the theme of having you know like actual nazis and zombies kind of a thing so it goes back to sort of the roots of call of duty which is you know kind of nice in a certain sense uh the campaign of course puts you in the future uh and then of course multiplayer goes along with that um and, and you know and they take uh, some of the older familiar maps uh and sort of bring them back like nuketown and things like that if you pre-ordered you got, you got to play on that map again so um other than that of course, the other things that you'd be expecting in a Call of Duty game, uh, you know, your customizable guns and sort of your other yeah. different shields. I think uh, they were saying the uh, for those that do have uh, their Call of Duty Elite sub, I think they just updated the iOS app for that as well. Yeah. Um, so I noticed that uh, mine was updated, actually. I, I need to get you know what I need to do. I need to break out. I need to go steal my uh, my dad's iPad because I think uh, Halo 4 has smart glass. Probably does. Um, it has like stat tracking kind of kind of stuff. Oh yeah, like, I was it, it looks say, like it was the stuff just right on the on the Waypoint website. Yeah, but I have to check that out. But uh, I mean, one of the things that you get out of the features that the Call of Duty app was, and this, I just talking from Modern Warfare three and last year, and I know when I kind of clicked through the app this year, I noticed that they you know added basically a lot of the same stuff for for Black Ops, and you know you can do your customizable gun setups, you can change the mm-hmm. cam the camos, the scopes, and yeah. You can, that stuff just from the app and then that way when you log onto the game it's all centralized cool. so yeah it's it's a cool feature and you know a lot of, a lot of games are doing something with like a, a website or, or whatever now yeah and you know what at the end of the day you know you kind of tend to wonder how that's going to get carried into you know some of the mm-hmm. mfs that we you know cover yeah. well right yeah. you know hopefully something like that comes around for 14 i know that uh they've talked about some kind of app of some sort they haven't really gotten into details yet but they're talking i know about uh one of the sites I use um, for 11 and 14, Guildwork, uh, they've actually come up with a, a chat app. So you can actually mm-hmm. use uh, the yep. app on your smartphone to actually you know, chat through the, right. uh, the chat system on the actual website, which is basically like a fat Facebook messenger for all sure. intents and purposes. But, you know, it still kind of brings a little bit of an ability to connect. And uh, there's a uh, kind of like Resident Evil.net that tracks your... Uh, your uh pretty much everything from resident evil 6 um you can actually unlock in-game costumes via points that you accumulate on that which is kind of cool um pokemon black 2 uh version 2 or white white black and white uh 2 i don't know if the first one did or not uh they have this this website where you can do a whole bunch of stuff it's it's kind of crazy like the all the different things you can do on the on the site yeah uh, i mean it's it's uh i think we're gonna be seeing a lot more of this Uh, which is probably a good thing you know And, and you know what it is i think too and it it may be more of just, you know, like like we were talking about with like the app kind of idea where um, you're not at home, but you can still do something 
with the game, you know, access stats or something via like a website or whatever. They want to keep you, you know, glued to that game wherever you are. It almost, you know what it kind of gives me the the sort of reminiscence of is you you remember on the older consoles they used to have or really promote and even, you know, they had this on the uh, on the Xbox 360 in the original format. I don't know if they still do or not uh, on the new one because I still have my old Xbox 360. But the uh, the removable memory cards in the front. It's almost like it's like taking that ask that idea of being able to take your games to a more you know portable manner and you know if yeah. you can set up your your guns on your cell phone and, while you're and you know it it's and I think that that idea if if we're talking like that's where it's going it's really unfortunate that the Vita isn't doing better than it is because yeah. they've they're they've they've successfully done that yeah you know so. And we'll see sort of what happens with, you know, some of the new uh, things that are coming out here, too, which we're going to talk which about. Is, yeah, there's, all, there's <laughs> so much stuff coming out yeah. this week. Yeah. Let's start with what's coming out tomorrow. We, you, we, you, not we, <laughs> me, we, you. That's right. And I always kind of a little bit sort of, I think, disappointed when they came out with the name for Wii U because I yeah. kind of really that's the best you could do. Like. All the code names that have been out there for Nintendo systems in the past, like I think back to the GameCube. Dolphin. Nintendo Dolphin. Like that sounds cool. The Revolution. The Revolution. Uh, what, did, did they even have a code name for Wii U? I don't remember. They had a code name for Wii. Re, uh, yeah, Wii was Revolution. Yeah, I, I thought like oh. the rumors that were out there because you know how like PlayStation's gone with like PS3 or PlayStation 2. and Well, now it's Orbis for PS4. Oh, yeah. But it'll probably end up being called PS4. No, I, I heard they're not calling it PS4. I heard that it may just be uh, PlayStation Orbis because, um, and this came out a while ago, there was, uh, I forget how they found it. If I think it was like the, the developer's website for Sony. There was like a slash Orbis, like it worked, but it, there wasn't a page or something. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, th- I think it was Orbis Vita in Latin means like circle of life or something. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So that's, that's I'll ironic. be curious to see... Uh, how that works we know that sort of like the talk underneath the the ground is like that or the underground the underground talk about a bunch of people just they dug a hole in the ground and they're just talking about stuff and i know that uh with the, the 360 people it sounds like with the 360 they want to go to 720 for the next one yeah but i tend to wonder whether they'll go with a different number or you know, call it something else. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, and the, and the thing with, you know, PS4, they're still keeping the, the PlayStation brand, which is the big thing, right? Who cares if it's a three or a four or whatever. So yeah. but, uh, I had kind of thought that what I had heard was that they were going to call it Nintendo six or seven. Which one are they on now? NES, Super Nintendo. Well, I don't know. It depends. Do you, do you count Game Boy? Do you count Virtual Boy? Do you count Game no. Boy Micro? Do you, you know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the main the main ones your nes super nes you, you account, uh, uh what the hell Cube, Game Wii, and Watch. it would be it would be nintendo 6 i guess is what i thought that they i had heard yeah, I, don't, I don't think i heard that one but no anyway so that comes out tomorrow uh yep. i had one ordered that yeah you had one ordered. through thanks i thought this was probably the funniest news of the day really uh, Really? You're just gonna you're just gonna write on me like that. <laughs> I laugh at your misfortune and frustration. One thing we were talking about earlier, um, you know, before we started the podcast, we were kind of going over our, sort of our outline of what we were gonna talk about and kind of go over some of those things. That uh, we were talking about some of the the previous console releases and sort of our experiences and what we've done in the past. And you know, I 
I, I know that I've personally been to, you know, two uh, console releases like where you're actually like, you know, in the lineup and that, but never done any of these overnight campings like I've seen, you know, in working in retail in the last the ones you see on the news where you're like, <laughs> those people are crazy. It's a line of like 15 people lined up and, you know, 10 below weather and they're it's like five <laughs> days before the thing even comes out. Yeah, and they're just like, <laughs> uh, there was actually a, a pretty fun. I think I think it was on College Humor's website with some of the guys from, uh, I think it was um, Saturday Night Live. Okay, where, where they did like sort of like the scene of being in a lineup, like for a movie, mind you. But it kind of yeah. reminded me of you know. There was a there's a I forget I I saw this a while ago. There was a there was a website. I don't know if they're still up. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look around after tomorrow. I'm sure if, if it's still around, that video will be popping up. Of uh, these guys, they they wait in line for these big releases, then they walk outside and they take it out of the box and they're like, "Yeah, check it out!" And then they put it on the ground and they like take out a hammer <laughs> and they just start like beating it to pieces. And everyone's like, "What are you doing?" And somebody pays them to make those videos, yeah. and that is hilarious. Yeah, I I know I know those videos the ones you're talking about too. Yeah, those, oh, those are funny. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, you son of a!" <laughs> I believe my kid wanted that for Christmas. I was I was yeah. in a, I, uh, I, I was, was going to get one tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. See, here's what happened. Um, was it back in September? I was on uh, this website in Canada's Future Shop. It's it's a Canadian version like of uh, Best Buy, right? Yeah, it's owned by Best Buy. It's just the Canadian sort of name for the company in Canada. We have Best Buys too. They just have the two stores side by side. It's kind of like Sam's Club and Walmart. Here's one store, but this store is the Best Buy. And they build them right next to each other too, which is hilarious because it's weird. You walk in one, it's the exact same stuff and the exact same setup. It's just a different name and different name tags. But huh. uh, so I was on the Future Shop website, you know, and uh, and I seen okay Wii U console pre-orders. So I'm oh, okay, whatever. So I clicked on it. And of course, the first time I looked at it back in September, they they were actually taking pre-orders for the black version, mm-hmm. which and is the better one, by the yeah, way. The Lux black version. I was like, oh, there's you know, I could pre-order, and so I kind of hemmed and hawed, and I wish I hadn't because they were still available then. Mm-hmm. And so I went back the next day, and all of a sudden, the black one said sold out. But I went to the white ones, the eight gigs, yep. and uh, you know, and, and I'm keep in mind out. too, like you can, they're different yeah. sizes, but. Nintendo's really pushing the uh, get a, an external hard drive thing, which I think is stupid. They yeah. should at, at the very least like that's fine, you know, have the onboard stuff like that, but at least put a, a hard drive bay in the system so we don't have to get another thing to plug in and sit next to the system. Yeah, but um, that's like there's that the black one comes with uh, Nintendo Land. It comes with uh, a gamepad stand, a gamepad charger, which is like a stand but with a plug, yeah. um, and then it comes with. Um, what else is there? There's something else. Um, the sensor bar. I think it comes with a sensor bar. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then you get the uh, the points thing. Like it, you get like ten percent back in Nintendo points for whatever you buy yeah. from the uh, the shop. And the white one's pretty much just the console. Console and one. Uh, it's the console and a gamepad. Yeah, that's, game that's all you get. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, get the black one. It's a better deal. Yeah. It, you know what? For fifty bucks, yeah. Like I like I said, I definitely wish I would have just processed it when I saw it available. But um, I ended up pre-ordering the white one just because it was what was available. And, you know, I I was when I was talking to Fusion about sort of my experiences in the past, you know, I I can still vividly remember uh, launch day for the Xbox 360 where, you know, I was at Walmart in line and I bought 
360 premium for myself. Mm-hmm. And then I walked across the parking lot and, you know, I was just kind of curious because I seen that there wasn't that many people at, you know, the Best Buy. And I was like, I wonder. So I walked inside and they had an Xbox 360 core sitting there still. And I was mm-hmm. like, I wonder if I could sell that on eBay or something. <laughs> and this was, of course, like before people knew that that was like sort of like the trend, right? Because there's so many people that wait in line for console launches now that literally just go and sell it on Amazon or eBay. Mm-hmm. So I took the console home and I go on eBay and I paid like, I guess they were 199 or 249 at launch or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I go online and I look on eBay and they're going for like five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars It's crazy. And I was like, geez, that would pay for the one that I just bought for myself. Yeah. So I and put it on some, eBay. You could get like three more. <laughs> I put it on eBay and uh, I sold mine for $800 US, which at the time was lots. Of, it was almost $1,000 in Canadian. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was, you know, just I was amazed. The one regret I had about selling it was the person that bought it was from Hawaii. Ooh. So I had to ship it from Canada to home. <laughs> Serves you right. And I didn't say shipping had to be extra on my uh, ads. I had to pay the shipping. So I lost like probably like 80 bucks on the shipping to there. But serves so, you right for being one of those guys. I've always said since then, though, I was like, you know what? I never actually had to pay for my Xbox. It was free. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's not the new, though. A lot of people, a lot of people do that, which I, you know, it's, it's hard because you're like, well, that kind of sucks. But at the same time, there people keep buying it. Right. So. I mean, the price that they're worth is what somebody's willing to pay. For, exactly. Right. right. You know, it's, it's unfortunate that that's going to happen. And, and, you know, I remember tr- a lot of people trying to do the same thing with the PS3s. And it happens know, with every console. They lost money on the PS3s mm-hmm. because, you know, there wasn't as much demand for the PS3s at launch. And, and that, uh, that sucker was expensive at launch. Six ninety nine or something. Five. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like five or six hundred bucks. Sixty gig was an expensive beast. Yeah. Uh, when it came out and you know I, I definitely remember when the original Wii came out that uh you know that one was probably more popular than the PS3 they came out the same holiday season and uh you know people were selling Wii's online for like a thousand dollars yeah so considering it was 200 bucks and it came with Wii Sports which was a pretty fun game in its time mm-hmm. well I mean that was because of you know the motion control thing it was new it was like I was like everything that, you could ever that, do with a motion controller uh, everybody does the motion control but yeah, but uh, and I had I had pre-ordered a Wii and uh, got that express shipping. I was expecting it tomorrow. I was all hyped for the weekend, right? And uh, I got an email this morning and say that my shipment got delayed until like it's like your package will now arrive between like December like third and the nineteenth. So that to me is like, that's like telling you basically uh, we sold too many pre-orders. Yeah, so. I'm like wow, thanks. This is this is the company I work for too, right? Which is yeah. which is pisses me off a little a little more i think like really like come on yeah but and i know and i know for me i was like you know what i got the email on thursday and it was like oh we've shipped it it'll arrive on monday the 19th i'm like oh it's not the 18th but it's the 19th that's good enough for me yeah Whatever. so i mean i'll i'm gonna cancel that i uh, i have other methods to to obtain a console so i'll, I'll hopefully get one uh, within the week here so and hopefully uh, not off bay or amazon because <laughs> no was, like, those are all gone but looks uh, like that all started up already too you look yeah yeah, so hopefully uh, by the time we do our next episode, I'll be able to talk about uh, my hands-on with that. So uh, keep an eye out for that. And, you know, I also heard, too, that uh, there was uh, a guy on. I was reading NeoGAF, and uh, this guy uh, had pre-ordered a, uh, a Wii U 
for uh, for store pickup. Yeah. He, he got an email saying it was ready today. And he he called and, and he's like, yeah, it says it's ready. It's like, can I come get it? And the guy's like, sure. So he, he, he went and got his, his Wii and then Best Buy called him and and said they would offer him a twenty five dollar gift card if he brought it back because <laughs> they weren't <laughs> supposed to sell it. And the guy's just like, uh, no. <laughs> Well, in having to work in entertainment like years ago when I worked for like Best Buy as a company, I know that, you know, one of the things that, you know, they go through if they do for whatever reason do that, because you have to understand how the retail market works, right? Like we as stores, they get these things sometimes up to two weeks before they actually get put out on the shelves. Yeah. They're sitting in a back cage. They're locked until they get put out, you know, for launch day. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the computer system calls you out and says, yeah, come pick it up. And, you know, if. You have somebody who's working there for the Christmas season. They're seasonal. They don't know the regular protocol. Yeah. Or, or they don't they don't care about keeping the job. <laughs> yeah. They go and they sell it. And I can guarantee you, A, the person who sold that, they're probably going to lose their job. Mm-hmm. The second, second thing is, is that Best Buy is probably going to be eating like a, like a million-dollar lawsuit over that because – you know, they they have such strict guidelines about when stuff gets launched. So, yeah, they that's, do. that's funny that that happens. You will you will get fined if you if you break a street date. Yeah. And they're a lot more uh, a lot harder on that stuff now than they used to be than ever before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was saying like earlier, you know, one thing that they used to and I can say this stuff because I don't work for the company anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there you um, go. Yeah, when I used to work there, you know, our, our store managers used to say to us, oh, if you guys want to take the game home tonight, you know, like you can, you know, buy it on a Monday night, pre-order it, pay the full pre-order price, take the game home on a Monday night, and then just process the receipt on launch day. It's crazy. But, <laughs> you know, the days of doing that are long gone now. Oh, yeah. Stores don't take them out of the cage now until, you know, literally the night before, and mm-hmm. merchandisers can't touch I, Yeah, I mean, I, I, work, I work retail, and as soon as that box comes off the truck, we put it in a cage and take it to... And the back room able like multiple times with big bold stickers that are like, oh yeah, flashy. yeah. do so, not sell until blah blah yeah. blah you will be fine yep yeah it's crazy but uh so all that's coming out uh tomorrow yeah, uh so i mean that's that's pretty much the biggest i think launch of the week um are there any other titles well, you know for wii u um new super mario brothers 2 uh, yep. There's Zombie U. There's Nintendo Land, which uh, you can get with uh, which is kind of like the Wii Sports of of uh, of the Wii U. Yeah. Um, you know, Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed Three. That stuff's out for for Wii U as well. Um, yep. Also coming out this week, uh, lots of stuff. There's so much good stuff coming out this week. Um, good on them because they they at least made sure that these titles come out with the system. So you're yeah. not. Uh, you know, I was when I went to go pick up my PS2. That that being said, I mean, I you know, oh, yeah. and, and I guess. The Wii U, really, it's Nintendo playing catch-up, right? Which is kind of bad, considering that Microsoft and Sony are supposed to be announcing their new consoles at E3 next year. Um, but, uh, I mean, now now you won't get the crappy ports anymore for the Nintendo console, which is good. I mean, you know, that's nice. Um, but uh, there's also a lot of other good stuff coming out for other platforms. Um, there's uh, PlayStation All-Stars is coming out on Tuesday, which is like uh, the their, you know Sony's version of uh, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, um, I played the beta. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'll take it. Uh, right you know, most launch. people that are out there probably really, truly do enjoy Super Smash Brothers. So yeah. if you're into that game, you got a PlayStation. And they, and you- they had they brought a lot of people on board to make this game too. Like a lot of like fighting game people, like people that know what they're doing. Yeah. So uh, it should be really good. There's a lot of different characters in it. So uh, that should be a lot of fun. I don't. And, and it sucks too because with the Wii U coming out this week, that's a big chunk of money. 
Um, and there's so much other stuff coming out. It's that's like, it's like what do I get now? What do I wait for? I've got Christmas, man. You got the presents. Yeah, yeah I know. Soon. I just want to play all of it at once, but <laughs> that's that's unrealistic. That's very I was, unrealistic. I was literally going uh, like for some of these games because the, the titles are so appealing. You know, I, I'm looking like because uh, with with my job that I have, you know, I, I can take so many sick days a year and you know, <laughs> I have personal days that I can take personal days without like okay. giving a reason behind. And I'm like, do I take a personal day on Tuesday and just stay home and play Call of Duty or do I those guys play sick? And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that Good for you company man right gotta gotta do what's right for the company (laughs) gotta be there for kids (laughs) right but um so there's that um hitman absolution comes out from io interactive and score enix looking like an awesome title we have uh, a post on our website yeah um, we've had a couple of uh, posts we've checked it out at uh, at e3 and pax yeah uh, and most recently you'll see there was a post with uh, conan o'brien yeah oh my god that thing is funny they've um if no one's seen it before um conan does these they're like he calls them they're like game reviews it's basically companies will give him a game to just kind of like make fun of for like you know 10 or 15 minutes um <laughs> he's on he the last one i saw before this one i think was uh, was resident evil 6 uh now we have hitman absolution which is uh just pretty funny he's my one of my uh he makes this joke about agent 47 because he's got the barcode on the back of his head right he's like yeah. so does that go off like when he goes into like supermarkets <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he, he's like, he'll be good. You know, they played uh, a little bit of the prologue and stuff. He's like, who is who's this guy? Oh my god, it's Louis C.K. <laughs> What's he doing in this game? <laughs> but uh, I, I'm not even gonna try to pretend to, to mimic any more of it. Uh, it's 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 funny stuff. I'll make sure to check that out. That's up on the site. Um, there's also uh, Walking Dead episode five, um, which will be so good i'm gonna play that right i'm gonna i'm gonna be camping the playstation store update that day i think to get that yeah. uh, also coming is uh mr torg's campaign of carnage which is the second story dlc for borderlands 2 um i feel like there was something else maybe that no that was it that was all the big stuff i think that i uh that popped out at me well uh, I think uh, well, the that's enough, is, right? Like a, a yeah. whole new console and some like really good titles from some new console, good titles, basically like side by side launches of you know the titles that have already been out in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I mean, <laughs> if you're looking for something for Christmas, I mean, there's definitely no shortage this year for no. for things to ask for. You know, it's yeah. it's a typical Q4 with you know your big uh, your big two names, anyways, your Call of Duty and your Halo Four, right? Um, the other thing I was going to say is, is that uh, Black Friday sales. Yes. Yeah. Another thing we wanted to spend a little bit of time to talk about on this episode, because uh, when this episode gets posted, you'll be sort of in the cusp of getting ready for um, Black uh, Black Friday. Yeah, uh, it's coming, guys. guys. You guys celebrate this Thanksgiving thing late. Eh? It's, like, it's more it's more like, you know, how eight. like Spain has like the, the run of the bulls, right? Yeah. It's, this is I, this I is kind of like our thing. Instead, instead yeah. we just use people. <laughs> See, we celebrate our Thanksgiving back in October, and, and really, yeah. I mean, like, I tried like looking up because I, I did history in university, and it, you know, I'm looking up in historic reasons why we do Thanksgiving, and it's like, you guys have such a good reason to do Thanksgiving, and then on, on yeah, our pilgrims and Native like, Americans have dinner. Yeah, and and then on ours, it's That's just like, yeah. Well, you know, you know what? You know what? They need, they need that in Assassin's Creed 3. They need like a Thanksgiving DLC. 
Yeah. Right. Where's that Get at? Down and interrupt the dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you actually go out and hunt the turkey. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Or maybe instead of having to chase pages, you'll have to chase turkeys or something like that. Uh, there are turkeys in the game. Yeah. There's the. Did you see the assassin turkey? No. Oh, there's a there's a there's a thing where if you uh, if you get if you you can get like a turkey to kind of follow you around. Really? And then if you I think it's if you do the Konami code, he gets an assassin hood on him and he, fo- he follows you around. That's awesome. <laughs> assassin yeah. turkey. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to look up on how to do that. Yeah, just weird and stuff. This it's, it's like those little like things you're like, what? Why would they get notes down and stuff like that to get ready to write a review? So I'll see what I can. There you go. Pick up there for that. Yeah. Kind of I, I want to do a Halo 4 review, but I also want to do a Walking Dead review. I yeah. think I think more so than I want to do the Halo 4 review. And there's a lot of other stuff coming out. So we'll see. Again, we're kind of it's this week, the last episode of yeah. uh, of Walking Dead uh, till after Christmas, too. Oh, you know what? I don't know. I'm not sure when that when that goes on. I can't remember if it's already been eight weeks because no first eight. It's, it's been like six or seven. OK, so we, so have, we have we have at least left. like two more anyway. Yeah, but uh, we are still kind of playing catch up with getting the, the site back up and we'll go into that in a few minutes. But yeah, hopefully so. once we get everything caught up that um, then we'll try to get reviews in in a more timely fashion. Yeah. Hopefully kind of that's, hoping to, you know, see what happens, uh, you know, with with sort of how uh, how much traffic we start to get on Gamerscape and, you know, how many people are tuning in on this podcast. And if you're still listening, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that sort of a thing so hopefully we'll uh we'll get everything sort of up to speed soon and then that way it'll sort of start to flow out in a more consistent way but uh back to black friday deals um almost every ad i'm seeing is doing uh 200 vita bundles yeah with, and uh, i think uh, the big thing is too is if you if you haven't looked at some of them yet you can you know you can follow like at video game deals on twitter and, and stuff like cheap, that cheap ass gamer is a really yeah. good site that's where uh we were looking at our list before uh doing the show they got a, a link to all this right there yeah but, uh, vita bundles for 199.99 this is you know the the white assassin's creed bundle this is the if if you really want to the call of duty declassified bundle yeah I think the game was terrible well i mean that's kind of maybe i heard somebody uh, beat it in like 40 minutes uh, probably black ops maybe black that's why because they spend too much time with that and trying to i i don't know did, did Treyarch do declassified i don't know i haven't really I been following that i don't know I don't know. I I actually like when I looked at the white bundle with Assassin's Creed Three. I was like, I I had that pre- on pre order for a while. I just I couldn't bring myself to. Well, you were like, oh, two hundred dollars for that, but then I have to spend another three on my console. Well, you know what? It, well, there was that, and then uh, there was uh, there was a price cut on that online for I think it was Target.com had the it was the three G starter bundle. Oh yeah, they had it on they had a, on price cut for like one hundred and eighty bucks. Nice. And I, I wanted to jump on that, but they wouldn't. They were sold out online, or I shouldn't say that. I went to go get it in store because I called them and they said they price matched the site. And I went there and then they said they didn't. And by the time I got home, they were sold out. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just kind of frustrated right now with all the, the Vita stuff. I'm just going to cancel this and I'll wait. Yeah. So, I mean, 200 is better, but I don't know. I'm still waiting for some more killer apps, though. You know, PlayStation Plus stuff now is it, that's an incentive, and I already have PlayStation Plus, so maybe maybe a little a little further down the line here when I get some more money. But um, so those are, are one ninety nine ninety nine for all those. Um, Amazon Toys Lightning deals. The, uh, oh, Toys R Us has the big deals. We'll get. Well, you want to talk to Amazon too? Well, I was. I, I mean, whatever. We'll get to that too. Yeah. Toys R Us Amazon, doing. Amazon's basically posted a calendar up, so if you if you you know just go to their website, 
they have the holiday lightning deals posted for most of the Thanksgiving season. It looks like it's so instead of getting up at the crack of dawn, you just got to set an alarm to get off, check a website, <laughs> click that's right, and buy and point, go back to bed. Point, click, and you know the one thing about uh, Amazon is obviously it does the one-click buying, so it's pretty yep. easy to get pretty caught up and spend some money pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to start their deals, of course, uh, Monday uh, at 9 a.m. So if you go on it's there, all start- week. Yeah, all week. Not just things. Friday or third. That's crazy too. Retailers are, are open on Thursday night. Yeah, it's not. I was looking on here, and, and you know some of the notable things. You know, the Old Republic. We talked about that earlier. Five ninety nine. Well, because it's free to play now. Yeah, but I mean, if you don't have the game itself, six bucks. Do you have to? Do you have to buy the client still? Probably. Yeah. I don't I know. Maybe I would think I probably. So. Probably. Probably do. No, I'm not 100% sure. I already owned the client, so I didn't really <laughs> look at that aspect of it. No, um, somebody in the chat says, no, you don't. You so, don't? Thanks. Um, yeah, so there you go. Oh, if you want the box art, then I guess. Uh, <laughs> if you just want the box. Skyrim for PS3 or 360, um, 25 bucks. Probably want to buy it for 360. Yeah, for 25 bucks. They, of they're still waiting on DLCs to come through for testing for PS3. It's a very Grand, bad Grand Turismo 10, 10 bucks. 10? Ten bucks. Gran Turismo ten. Five, sorry. Gran Turismo. I was like, five. I'm like, like, damn, ten I bucks. didn't know they were up to ten. They just came out with five a little um, bit ago. Those of you and I know I buy this game every year. I'm a sucker for buying the Madden game every year. It's mm. twenty five dollars on Thursday. It's not bad, yeah. It's, good it's cheap. It's usually sixty bucks. A lot of a lot of those prices are kind of hovering like twenty, thirty bucks. Yeah. Uh like. Modern Warfare three, fifteen bucks. Yeah. It's on Friday. It's, they're fairly new titles, so nothing nothing yeah. brand spanking new. Um, yeah. And here's this is the uh, the end all for gamer deals. Toys R Us, buy one, get one for a dollar. For a dollar. You know what we say in Canada? We say get one for a buck. We say we say buck too. Do you guys say a buck? We we we, we have been known to say buck instead of a dollar. Oh. Get one for a dollar. Yeah. So that's that's crazy. Part Just of me Canada. part of me wants to wait <laughs> on buying any any more like games. Yeah, if you're from Canada and you're listening to this podcast and you're you're trying to find a reason to drive across the border for the one day to get some that of might the might be the, the thing. But I mean, uh, get part it. of me is like, dude, that would be so awesome to go and do that. But then it's like, well, it's also Black Friday and everybody else is going to be there and it's Toys R Us. Yeah, so you know you're going to be going through like one of those big lines and stuff. Well, it's, and it's and it's not even the line. It's it's more so of you know, I mean, like, and depending on the store that does it, some of them just open the door and say, all right. But others, you know, they actually have a, a you know, a procedure for, OK, we let, you know, yeah. a couple people in every like 30 seconds to kind of steady the flow. So no one freaking gets trampled to death, which is ridiculous. We were talking about this earlier. And, yeah. and you know, in Canada, like we we do Boxing Day instead of Black Friday. And and, you know, Boxing Day, I just. I can remember working in the store and, and, and having to do the exact same stuff you're talking about right now mm-hmm. uh, on Boxing Day. But Black Friday, I found, I was saying earlier, that um, we're starting to see more and more flyers now. And, you know, yeah. people are starting to try and get a Black Friday sort of thing going on up in Canada, too. So hmm. you guys are infecting us That's with your... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Part of me, because uh, I've, I've decided I'm going to get new Super Mario Brothers U. Yeah, uh, don't blame and, there. and I want to get Zombie U. I was going to say, if I were to get a, if I were to keep my Wii U and like, we'll see this week, I might decide to open it up out of the box and just keep it. I would. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's the white one. I want the black one. Get a hard uh, drive. Yeah, I know. I already have one sitting in a drawer. I might just see that, there you go. What's what's the problem? 
So I'm kind of <laughs> contemplating whether I should do Wii U. I wanted to get the Wii U and maybe do Zombie U mm-hmm. and then Super Mario Brothers because, like, my wife is, loves Is Zombie Super- U multiplayer? I don't know. I'm not sure. I just don't think my wife loves Super Mario Brothers. Like, if yeah. if I were to literally bust the Wii U out of the box, she might be upset and be like, I can't believe you spent this money on this. You already have the PlayStation 3 and Xbox. And, and then six. you'll be like, but it has Mario. And then I'll put that Mario disc in. <laughs> and you will be the best husband ever. That's right. That's right. I'll Until be- you, like, forget to place a block with the gamepad and she falls to her death. Then you'll, <laughs> then you'll be sleeping on the couch. Like, when they came out, uh, like, with uh, the newer Super Mario Brothers on Wii, I remember she was just so entertained for about a week and a half. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, okay, I'm bored now. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, the, the gamepad stuff is cool, right? Have you seen the uh, the multiplayer zombie you? Uh, uh, I saw some stuff that was it's, from, like, uh, videos. It's, like, because it's, it's, like, a first-person game, right? Um, yeah. And the multiplayer for it is you can give, uh, I don't know, it, the, Wii U, the Wii U can use like a thousand different controllers, right? Yeah. But the one person will be playing the FPS, then the person with the gamepad is like a, it's almost like a, like a dungeon master where he yeah. like, he'll spawn zombies and stuff. Yeah. And the person just like has to survive. Like that's, that's pretty cool. Like, could you imagine like a D&D game on Wii U? Where the dungeon master has like the gamepad and everybody else just has like a little Wiimote or something like that. That could be cool. I mean, I'm not a big D&D guy. Yeah. But like I would be. They have, I would like, be they, they've definitely gone down the right path, I think, with what they've done with the Wii U. And I, I, I truly think this year when we see at E3 sort of what the other manufacturers are going to do. Yeah. You're going to see probably something carbon copied of Nintendo, depending on how this thing. And that's usually how it is, right? Like, like we came out and then we had PlayStation Move and Connect. And I, I kind of vaguely remember, too, that the other manufacturers, when they came out with the Wii, were like, what is this thing? This is a joke. But then when they were getting outsold by them, they're like, well, maybe it's not that much of a joke. And yeah. maybe we need to make something that will. I'm, sort I'm of- more curious to see what Microsoft does, just because I think the Kinect is neat. Yeah, I think that with Microsoft, it's going to be something that's heavy, heavy, heavy on. They're the going they're going to rely heavily on smart glass. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, with with Kinect, like that's cool. But. You need buttons. Yeah. You just that's that's how it is. There's only so much you can do so many types of games that you can play without, um, you know, having buttons to press. And and the thing, too, with um, with connect, you look at, you know, some of these big games that have come out, Mass Effect three or Skyrim. It's like, yeah, you know, we have connect features. You have voice commands. How long have microphones been around? How long have you been able to plug a headset into a video game console? You're yeah. using a hundred dollar microphone. Congratulations. <laughs> like it's just it's just I don't know. It's it's I don't know, it's lame. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, there's your your Black Friday deals all up there. Uh, I don't know. I'm on the fence for Toys R Us. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see uh, how I'm feeling after dinner. <laughs> I got the I get the impression after you eat that turkey dinner that you'll be We're actually not doing turkey. We're doing uh, my dad's no? gonna smoke up smoke a uh, he's got a big smoker, he's gonna do like a big pork shoulder. See that's good. We're also we're also debating a Christmas tree this year. We're just we're just doing everything different what? this year. You guys are not going to well, do a Christmas tree because we have we have a cat this year. Oh yeah, it'll probably want to like she, scratch and climb. She likes and stuff. she likes to climb and stuff. Yeah. So we're like, what do we do? My mom's like, we should just get like a little like Charlie Brown Christmas tree. You know, like a little two foot tree. We'll put it on a table somewhere, and that'll be it. It's <laughs> like a couple of years ago, my mom went out and bought this little like skinny tree. It was like just a skinnier version of like, you know, when you're a kid, you picture a Christmas tree. It's a big, they, wide yeah, sure. thing. It just got all your bulbs on it and all the like mm-hmm. tinsel and lights. And you're like, yeah, this is my Christmas tree. It's huge. I love it. Touches the roof. It's like monstrosity. Then my mom, and I, my mom went out and, you know, she threw out our tree for some reason. The one we used for like 20 years. 
And a couple of years ago, she bought this little skinny tree and it's like five feet tall. It's like skinny. It looks like a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. And I, nice. I remember looking at it and being like, what is this thing? They this actually like have Christmas they actually have like a legit Charlie Brown Christmas tree, I think. Really? Yeah, I forget. I think uh, I think someone was telling me about that like last year. But uh, you know, what maybe you know, we were talking when we were saying what we were intending to do with this this podcast. You know, one of the things we were talking about was maybe doing little polls. I just thought of an awesome poll. Should Fusion put up a Christmas tree? Yes or no? Why? I don't. Should Fusion's family put up a Christmas tree this year? Yes or no? That's your poll for the week. You know how many ornaments we have that would get ruined by that cat? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just just saying. Uh, You know, sometimes. Think of the ornaments. Think of the ornaments. Think of the ornaments. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know that we're uh, we're probably going to be. You know what? I'll I'll, I will give you permission to post that up in our in our gep forums if you really want to <laughs> if you really want to uh, well there's that there's some other ideas that we're going yeah, out there but uh, speaking of our forums we're getting uh, about to the end of this episode um we do have forums for or we will <laughs> by the yeah. time the show we're gonna find some forums that are gonna be popping up soon yep. uh you know we're like we've mentioned obviously we've got a lot of maintenance and updates happening to our website so there's a lot of things sort of changing uh in terms of what it looks like on a day-to-day basis so you might see something's there one day it might disappear the next but it'll be back shortly so kind of basically thing. what we've done um for those of you who have uh who knew, knew what camera escape was before this um yeah. we've had to upgrade basically everything we have on the website that the, even the the os of the server everything's been updated um and so we're updating the look of, of some stuff um so right now the the blog's back up um the forums are back up and we are currently working on the wikis um 11 is getting close to being done um but for for everything including the wikis um we need to do a lot of of polishing with um the the actual layout so that'll be changing um you know throughout the next few weeks here um but forums are up now uh, by the time this is out we will have a uh, gamer escape podcast section on the forums um, so please, uh, you know, if you have feedback or comments or anything on the show, throw them up in there. Um, you can also email us, uh, GEP at gamerscape.com. Yeah, it's um, exactly how it sounds. It's just basically G-E-P. the GEP. Yep. GEP. Yep. We thought about putting V in front of it. We just figured it just made yep. more sense. Gamer Escape podcast. Um, you can also tweet at us. We're going to piggyback onto the, uh, Gamer Escape, uh, yep. Twitter account. So at Gamer Escape, let us know what you think of the show. Uh, we Let's really, know. really do want to know what you guys think because we're doing this is it our for first you. sort of crack at this. Yeah. Yeah. So we figured that this would be something that, you know, a lot of our longtime listeners of the previous podcast would would sort of enjoy. Most you know. people that, that play MMOs have touched other games, right? Like it's not yeah. just that's the only game they play. That's just it's not just us. Yeah, we, you know, <laughs> maybe we're the weird ones. I don't know. I mean, yeah. we are weird, but. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's the way you can contact us. Um, I'm on Twitter uh, at S. B-E-R-S-T-Y at S-Bursty. Um, I know you are, too. I don't know if you want to throw uh, yours Yeah, sure. There. At uh, Ralph Alderg, that's R-O-F-L-D-R-G. So if you want, you can direct message us or you can follow also us. Also, emails. Yeah. Bursty, Gamerscape.com, FusionX at uh, Gamerscape.com. So, yeah. I mean, there's a million, ways, a million ways to get a hold of us. A million ways to get a hold of us. Any suggestions, comments, any ideas you have for us, you know, if you... You know, enjoy the con the the new sort of idea behind this podcast. You know, by all means, if you want to send us a message and just want to tell us that you liked what you heard, or if you think of anything that maybe you'd like uh, to to have us maybe 
consider for future episodes. You know, we're always open to suggestions. We realize that this is kind of still a, a work in progress for us. You know, we sort of followed sort of our guideline of what we wanted to do in this episode. Uh, we've got some other things uh, that we're sort of looking at, including in the future, you know, things that involve sort of just general entertainment and, you know, the potential for things like top tens and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and things that include Bursty's odd love of top ten lists. I love top tens. You're going to hear some in the future. Just saying. <laughs> it's creepy, but uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we have so ideas for those too. I guess throw those our way. Um, but yeah. really, um, even even if you just like, hey, like the show, please let us know. Uh, yeah, you know, one thing we looked at too. I know we had mentioned it in the in their sort of outline that we talked, and this was months ago. But we did say that we, uh, you know, if we start getting emails and stuff like that, or you know, people sending us tweets and that, or somebody tweeting at the podcast or retweeting, you know, the posts of the podcast and stuff like that, anybody who's sort of. Uh, connecting with us in a social network sort of way, we will uh, definitely uh, make sure that we uh, give you guys a shout out in the future episodes. Absolutely, that kind of thing, so. and uh, and you know we just we just want to know that uh, what you think of the show. So I mean, you know, it's it it sounds so minuscule, but like good good show. Like if that's all you want to say, like please you know feel free. I mean, we get so many so many threads and stuff on on forums that are just viewed, but nobody comments on them. <laughs> yeah, it's so, one of those things. You know, we we've. Uh, I don't want to say we struggle, but one of the sort of things that we've definitely looked at as far as like a, as a team for for Gamerscape is we've been trying to to wrap our heads around what we could do to sort of involve our community more and sort of bring everybody together. And whether that be, you know, combining people from the old Final Fantasy 11 community with people with the Final Fantasy 14 community or whether it be bringing in new people for general gaming news and, you know, sort of bringing in the best of, of, I guess, all of what Gamer Escape has to offer. We're trying to find basically... And this is... And you and me is what we came up with? Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just realized that myself. I, I don't know if that actually... That will... Fusion X guy in, a, in the Canadian. That's yeah. That's okay. that, that's the best that we have to offer you. So That's all we have, but... <laughs> It might be enough. I don't know. We'll see. So that's uh, that's pretty much it for our first episode. So welcome to uh, what hopefully will be uh, greater things to come. The Gamer Escape podcast. 